Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, coming to you from Perth, Western Australia. And with me, as usual, my co-host from Brisbane, Australia, Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. For a value added extra, excellencepodcast.com has heaps of free resources for you to download. That is excellencepodcast.com. And today we have two special guests coming all the way from New York in the US of A. Uh, We are joined by John and Mark X. Cronin. They're a father and son team. Uh, They founded John's Crazy Socks. And John's Crazy Socks is a social enterprise uh, with a mission to spread happiness around the world and show what people with differing abilities can do. Welcome. Welcome, John. Welcome, Mark. Well, thank you thank for you having so us. Much. I appreciate it. We're glad to be here. So, guys, tell us how you got started and, more importantly, why. This is a great story. Please fill us in. Well, we just uh, celebrated our fifth anniversary. Um, so the origin story would start a little more than five years ago, and, and origin stories matter, right, um, because they give us our DNA. And so to start, you have to know something about John. <clears throat> So John here is uh, an entrepreneur, a businessman, a philanthropist, right? Dancer, an athlete, absolutely, a lover, <laughs> yeah, uh, who happens to have Down syndrome. So back in the fall of 2016, where were you? I I was at Hunter High School. I got be my last year school. So here in the states, if you have what's deemed a disability. You can stay in the public school system until you turn 21. And that's a good thing because all when you're in school, all your programs and supports are right there in front of you. But once you leave, you're on your own and you have to find everything. And that's a patchwork out here. So it's sometimes known as the 21-year-old cliff. And John was heading for that cliff. So you were trying to figure out what you were going to do, right? What, right. Were, you, what were you looking at? I look at job, program, and school. I don't like something I like. He didn't see any options that he liked. And this is an unfortunate reality for people with differing abilities. There frequently are not good options available to them. But, but Lindsay, John here, he's a natural entrepreneur. So... <laughs> You didn't see a job you wanted. What were you going to do? I, I wanted to uh, uh, create one. I want to make one. What did you tell me? I said, I want to go to bed with my dad. I never saw something together. Now, I'm a lucky man. I've got three sons. John's the youngest. And this is one I can work with. So he said, awesome. okay, you know, let's, we'll go. We'll put a business together. You had a couple of ideas that weren't really going to work, right? Right. Because entrepreneurs are full of ideas, and some of them are actually good ideas. <laughs> but then right before Thanksgiving here in the U.S. in, in November, you had your eureka moment. I did. I was, I, 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 I want to create socks. Why socks? It's fun. A colorful is queer. It'll always really be me. We used to drive around looking for these socks for John. So Everybody wears socks, too. That's a, you know. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, okay, if you love these socks that much, surely other people would, too, and we could find our tribe. 
So we went the lean startup route. We didn't develop a detailed business plan. We said, let's get something up and running, and we'll see how customers respond. So we built a website, got some inventory. We were bootstrapping, so we had to make do with what we had. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And I would take out my cell phone, and we made videos. And who was in those videos? I am. I'm talking about sock. Sock, sock, more sock. And, and we noticed something. Those videos started getting shared. And what day did we open? Uh, we were uh, we on a Friday, December 9th, 2016. And we didn't know what to expect. But that first day, we received what felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders. Um, most of which were local, which made sense, you know, people in the town we lived in. And what did we decide to do with those orders? I, I decided our, our home deliveries. So we got red boxes, put the socks in the box, looked at it and said it needs something else. So John did handwritten thank you notes, and we got Hershey's Kisses. I don't know if they have those in Australia, little chocolates. Yeah. You know, got bags uh, of those, yeah. filled up the boxes, loaded up the car, and we drive around, and John, you knocked on doors delivering socks. I did. And how the customers respond? Customers loved it. And they, and they uh, took a photo, t- took a pictures, and put it on social media. Our work against a spread. We we were out some nights, ten thirty at night. John's knocking on doors, saying, "It's just John with your socks." Uh, we had customers reordering to get him to come back. So at the end of that month, really two weeks. We had shipped 352 orders, uh, had 13,000 in revenue, and said, okay, we, we got something here. We we learned a few things, right? Yeah. One, people went by stock. Two, people went by stock for me. They're related to John. They're related to the personal touch. They're related to the fact we had already pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. And... You know, from your varied backgrounds, you learn from doing. So we learned that this young man. This is old man. And this old man, we could sell socks. Right. And, uh, but here's the really cool thing. Or a cool thing. When we started, we could put all the different socks choices we had on one table. Today, how many different socks do we have? We, we have 4,000. Different kind of sock and mean, mean sources. We have over 4,000 socks, which means John here. 4,000 different yeah. schools of socks. Mm. John here owns the world's largest sock store. <clears throat> and we're not out selling Walmart yet, but we've got more choice than anybody. I that, love it. That's an amazing, uh, an amazing story. And, 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 and it actually so resonates with my own philosophy, which is business is not complicated. You just have to dive in and do it and and see how it works out. And 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 that's that that's truly amazing. So you you started, I, I'm intrigued to know how you got to your designs. How did you get to four thousand from a table full? And, and and those are now your own designs, I assume. They're not they're not somebody we're, else's. We're still a mixture of ones that we've designed as well as carrying designs made by others. Um, in the beginning, it was just John and me picking right. everything we would sell. Then we started designing our own. Um, now, 
Everybody who works with us helps pick socks, and our customers help pick socks. Um, we've had very smart people come and tell us, you're out of your mind. You should have fewer than a hundred, fewer than a thousand SKUs. Um, but, you know, in, in many businesses, you get the 80-20 rule, right? Where 20% of your products drive 80% of your revenue. We don't have that. Ours are much more long trail. So that, Raul, if you want socks, you may want socks with, with microphones on them. There may be only a handful of people want those socks, but we want to have those socks for you. Okay. We want to make it, you know, so you can find something personal. So <clears throat> you guys have got a purpose-driven business. I mean, uh, and by the way, you can I can just, I can hear, feel, and see the love between you two, which is just palpable. What's your mission and what are the pillars on which you built the business? Well, everything comes down to our mission, which is... I, I spray happiness. It's, it's spreading happiness, and you guys have been around, right? Enough businesses do their mission statements <clears throat> on the wall and nobody pays attention to. But this truly guides us in everything we do. You know, that's the criteria by which we judge things. And we've built the business on five pillars. It's pretty in hope, give it back. Fun uh, part you can love, make it personal. And... Make it a great place to work. I mean, I'll, I'll walk through those kind of quickly. If our mission is to spread happiness amongst our customers and in the community, we have to start within our business. Our colleagues have to be happy working there. They've got to be engaged and believing in what we do. Um, so that's really important to us. The making it personal we are always looking to create connections with our customers and build relationships. We're not interested simply in transactions. So to this day, every package still gets a handwritten thank you note from right. John. Yes, we copy it. Um, and a package of candy. And we, so we've now shipped 370,000 packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order, between our office and home, what are you doing? I, I do our home deliveries. Still doing home deliveries. But but here's some other ways in which that makes itself manifest. So we sell socks for diabetics. One day, one of our packers, we do our own fulfillment, comes to us and says, you know, we're send, sending socks for diabetics to people and we're sending them candy. What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> so now we have a supply of sugar-free candy. For every business, every e-commerce business for sure, should be segmenting their email to make it more personalized. We segment our fulfillment. So every package, everybody gets the same basic package. But if this is your first order, you get one type of package. If it's your third order, you're getting a different package. If it's your fifth order, you're getting a different package. You have a different system, like for every fulfillment, it's slightly different. Yes. You know, it comes in and the person packing it looks to see how many orders had that person placed. And we have five different base packages. It's just pay attention, connect with people. Then fun products you can love. Well, here's the criteria. 
Everything we sell has to be fun, spread happiness, and have John's, I had to get, get, I had to get, I changed John's approval. Right. right. And yes, we have a very strong social mission, but we've got to have the notes and nuts and bolts of the business working. We've got to have a great website. We've got to have great selection. We told you 4,000 songs. The products have to be great. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. And the service has to be great. We do same-day shipping. So we do better shipping than Amazon. And Jeff Bezos is not putting the thank you note candy in his packages. <laughs> no, you're down right there. Right. And then the giving back, we started by pledging 5% to the Special Olympics. And why the Special Olympics? I am Special Olympic athlete. Yes, you are. Um, and you've given yourself a nickname for the Special Olympics, right? Yes, I am. What's that nickname? Big Sexy. Big Sexy, yes. Uh, <laughs> but we, we've gone on to create products that raise awareness and celebrate different causes and raise money for those causes. So the first awareness socks were what? I, I downloaded from awareness socks. That John designed. He designed the first Down Syndrome-themed socks. And that raises money for the National Down Syndrome Society. But we've gone on to create autism socks, cerebral palsy socks. Uh, we have a healthcare superhero sock to the frontline workers. Thank, to say thank, thank you to frontline workers. We made healthcare superhero socks. So we're a little business, but we've now donated over 475000 U.S. dollars to our charity partners, including $100,000 to the Special Olympics, which no Special Olympic athlete has ever done before. Um, and, and then, you know, the most important aspect is it's the inspiration and hope. It's showing what's possible. And that starts more generally with what a business can do, what a social enterprise, what on, the impact that entrepreneurs can have in the world. But it more specifically, it's showing what people with differing abilities can do. So, John, you have Down syndrome, right? Yes, I am. We don't put John in the back room. He's the face of the business. More than half of our colleagues have a differing ability. And we want to show the world. So we create videos and content all the time. We host uh, tours and work groups. And pre-pandemic, you had to physically walk in. Now we've had groups from around the world, including Australia, come take a tour. We do speaking engagements. So, Raul, you do a lot of speaking. Before the pandemic, we were crisscrossing Canada, the U.S., Mexico. Now much of it is online. Um, and we do advocacy work. So we've testified twice before the U.S. Congress. We've spoken to the United Nations. All to stand up. And show, look what people with different abilities can do. So when you roll all that up, you get John's crazy socks. And our customers, you know, they're not just getting great socks, which they are, but they're part of the experience of helping us hire people with different abilities, helping us give back, and, and most of all, helping us spread happiness. So, so you said, you know, you've 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 publicly said that. You know, more than half your employees have differing abilities. 
What has that done from a, how many employees do you have? And where is your, you, you live in, in Long Island, you said. So, so, you know, is that where you're doing all your, your distribution yes. and, and processing so from? We have what are the benefits of, of the team that you've built um, where half, more than half the team have differing abilities? So we have 31 employees, 22 of whom have a differing ability. Um, what the benefits are immense. And, and be clear, um, in fact, we just recorded our second TEDx talk around this theme, that hiring people with differing abilities is not altruism. It's good business. So in this part of the world, there's a growing labor shortage. And employers are having difficulty finding enough employees. And yet, when we needed to hire people for the holiday season, we're very seasonal, so we need extra employees. We had a surplus of people available to us. And these folks are good. We're not, we're not dumbing down our standards, and we're not going cheap. The starting salary is $15 an hour. Um, we hire them because they do a good job. If you get to know us, you find out that John here is a very nice guy. I, I am not. We don't give out jobs to anybody. Everybody who works with us has earned that job. And the results, morale is up, productivity is up, retention is up, and it helps us recruit people. So I understand, John, you became sock buddies with uh, former President George H.W. Bush. How the hell did that happen? That sounds like an interesting one. Um, uh, um, I did my idea, and, and um, we saw a picture and uh, uh, um, uh, some news, and I see a, a, a president trying to be bird. Well, he liked wearing crazy socks. I, I like wearing crazy socks. And what'd you say? And I said, I want to send him socks. John says that a lot, but send him socks. <laughs> so he sent socks to the former president. And a while later, his office called up and said, the, the president really liked those socks. Can we get more? We sent him more. And then he sent John socks. Yeah. He, yep, and I, started writing to John. And on World Down Syndrome Day, in 2018, he tweeted out a picture of him wearing John's Down syndrome superhero socks, right? right. Which you designed and, and you like because your picture is on them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was a connection there in addition to the socks. It was President Bush, the elder, if you will, who signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, which was landmark legislation in the U.S. to open the world for people with, with disabilities. And it changed the world for millions of people. Without that legislation, there'd be no John's crazy songs. And then when his wife passed away, um, his office called and asked for socks that the president and the family could wear at her funeral. Um, he didn't talk to the press. The only, the only public statement he made was to tweet out a picture of the socks he was wearing, which led to more conversations with John. Um, Mark, I understand that you have uh, 
have some some uh, what should we say a little bit of fame or you've been named EY Entrepreneur of the Year and uh, you've got some pretty in- interesting credentials there. Let's just focus in on you a little bit because um, I know uh, clearly you're a team, but uh, I'm wondering uh, is it is it um, John doing the creative stuff and Mark doing the business stuff? How does it work? It's John setting the inspiration and the standards we do. It is, and John has his role, um, and it's my job to lead the organization. So um, I appear twice in the York chart. Uh, once, you know, part of my job is to set the vision and the culture and make sure that we're following and then I'm at the bottom of the org chart because then my job is to work for everybody else to put them in a position to succeed. And we put together a really good team um, of folks that uh, that do great work. <clears throat> so we, a lot of leaders miss the opportunity to support their people in that way. Uh, that, that's a really critical piece. It's... Uh, what I have found is when we believe in a mission that's greater than ourselves, and when you're able to make that commitment, all the pettiness falls away, the politics, the clicks of work, and you get people that are committed, and that's when the magic happens. That's when really wonderful things happen. We're so fortunate to do what we get to do but we work with, we're, you know, we're just a small team, but we work with people that are really great. It's a high energy. It's not a stressful place. You know, you don't really get sock emergencies, um, <laughs> but it's a high energy place where we're going out and getting to have fun and, and getting to make a difference. So, so John and Mark, where to from here? Five years in, You've created a business. You've given back half a million dollars or just under half a million dollars. You, you're making a difference in a lot of people's lives and, you know, 20 odd of your, of your uh, differently abled uh, employees. You know, where to from here? What's the next five years got for you? Well, as John likes to say, we're just getting started. Um, we want to reach more people and have more of a difference. And what tangibly we are doing is growing the online business. We are now growing our B2B business. Um, for years, people have been, companies have been calling us up and we make custom socks and do get packaging. Um, we're also entering the wholesale world. Um, so we had an objective that we would start shipping wholesale by the end of, uh, by the fourth quarter of this year. We've already uh, struck a deal and are selling on Zappos, Kohl's, uh, the large uh, U.S. department store, has agreed uh, we're going to be in 600 of their stores in the fourth quarter, and we'll be selling soon on Macy's.com. But we expect to, our overall strategy is drive the mission. When we're driving the mission, that raises the brand and connects us with people, and then we're going to be present to come and sell. So uh, another initiative that we're rolling out this year, and you know, it comes back to that thing of entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas. Well, our theme is 
do less to do more. So we only have four organizational goals this year. And the fourth one is we're establishing a program called JCS Champions. And our goal is to, what the idea is to put people with differing abilities into their own business by giving them a business in a box so they will own their own micro business. We'll set them up with a stand and inventory and training. And our objective is over five years, we want to put 1,000 people into business. Um, wow. Well, it's obviously watch this space. So, John, Mark, sadly, we're out of time, guys. Uh, it's been a real joy talking with you. If our listeners wanted to uh, get in touch with you, book you for a keynote speech, uh, buy a pair of socks, uh, or just, you know, shoot the breeze, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, where can they find us, John? I'll go at johncrazysocks.com. Johncrazysocks.com. We're on every social media platform. You particularly enjoy John's TikTok dancing. Um, but they can always reach us um, through the website at service at johncrazysocks.com. Um, we enjoy talking to entrepreneurs and uh if you bring us in for speaking arrangements, that uh, that only helps us spread happiness. And you get like a vaudeville routine between the two of us. You know, at the end of the day, we're you know we'll tell you we're a couple of knuckleheads selling socks, and all we want to do is uh, change the world. Sounds good to me. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining us today on the Business Excellence Podcast. Thanks to my co-host, Lindsay Adams. This is Rail Bricker signing off with a reminder to pop along to excellencepodcast.com where you can find a whole lot of free resources to help you on your journey in life and in business towards excellence.